Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk 1943. I am your host, Virginia Smith, with my co-host, Carl Morgan. And we are so excited today. We're actually having, um, back by popular demand, Anita Johnson. We we're going to be getting our house in order today. So I'll do a formal introduction when we get back. So are you ready? All right, let's talk. going to do a part two of what we had before the last show we had but before we get into that i want to go ahead and do an introduction and we'll do our prayer and we'll get started so anita uh, johnson um is a um is an employee of gear enterprise it's a an nc life sick medicaid long-term care insurance license in many states um, and she's here to help other help people to be able to restore to live their best lives here and beyond when they leave this earth. And um, she one of her favorite scriptures is Proverbs thirteen and twenty two, and she will explain that in a second. But Anita Johnson, thank you for joining us. I'm so happy to be here again. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. yes, you will be. You will want it. You will want it. So we brought you back. <laughs> you guys great information. And so we want to do part two tonight. So um, you wanted to just kind of give us a, 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 that prop. I'm Proverbs is my favorite. I love Proverbs. That's one of my favorite ones. So tell me about that 13. Well, before you do that, let's get the prayer in and then we'll get into that. Okay. All right. Um, Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again for allowing us to be here tonight on this beautiful evening, on this Sunday evening for us to help empower to um, uplift and to um, and help people to be able to get their house in order. So, Lord, just let us guide us and use us as vessels, as I always say, for us to be able to hopefully motivate people to do the right things and get their house in order. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. We are ready. So, kind of tell us about that, Proverbs. I wanted to know about that. Um. So, um, I basically... I feel that I am, my mother used to always tell me, and she still does, that I am chosen out of the chosen. And so, you know, when I think about that, I think about that as being a huge responsibility, but at the same time, it is a true blessing because I do believe that there are people that are not more special than others to God, but you do have more of a responsibility to the people that you have been called to serve or be assigned to. And right. so when she when she put that into my spirit um, early in life, I did take mm -hmm. it and I said, you know, I am going to manage this scripture. I'm going to manage this assignment on my life mm -hmm. well. No matter what it is I come to, no matter what it is I see, I know that God has chosen me for a time such as this. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what I see, I just know that I chose. Chosen. Oh, that's it. 
I do. I, 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 I received that. That's good. So, <laughs> I received that. Definitely received that. So what we're going to do tonight, seeing that we kind of went over a lot of good information last time, but there's a couple of things I just want to kind of go over one more time because it was um, well received. So okay. if you don't mind, just kind of give us a, a really brief definition of the different type of insurances that people can um, purchase. Okay, so so that we can stay on task and get a lot of information in mm -hmm. with such you know small time because mm -hmm. last time it was like oh my god it's our already <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have um I have put it together and convinced it so because I sometimes you know because this is something that I love to do my mother mm -hmm. tells me I talk so fast I'm going to try my best to slow down I'm excited you know, to be <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> you're talking to New Yorkers here we talk quick too so don't worry. Yeah. About it. <laughs> Slow <laughs> down. Now I'm gonna get my words out and speak proper, like you know. Um, so I have written these things down so that I can um, allow people also to write them down. So just like last time, get your pen and your paper together. Get your drink if you want to join. You know, get excited. Um, so we're gonna talk about the difference between term insurance, universal life, UL. In whole So I'm going to break those down and this one is going to be term insurance. So term insurance is more so for the younger generation with small kids or large um, This will be considered like mortgage, cars, um, college plan, and those types of things. Uh, term is only good for a specific amount of time. Um, some companies do up to 30 years, so they're going to implement a, get a 10, a 15, a 20, and a 30. This mm -hmm. all depends on what the company wants to buy. And these are um, done very differently, depending again on the company. Because in the state, companies can always do more, but they cannot do less than what the state says that the product will do. Okay, so you will find that some products will, you know, um, expire at, say, for instance, a 10 year. They will expire at 10 years, and that means that the person has no more insurance. So if they outlive it, hmm, they'll have to get more insurance, and we'll go mm -hmm. on to what that looks like. Okay, mm -hmm. um, some companies will actually go up every five years. That mm -hmm. means exactly what I said every five years, they will see an increase. Some companies will say, Hey, you know, we won't drop you, okay? However, you will get an increase every year based on the rate of the actual, um, they have a rate, every company has a rate book, so it depends on the rate of that product. And mm -hmm. So it will go up every year, right? And mm -hmm. so it just all looks differently. Um, so I don't recommend older people getting those unless they absolutely have to. We'll talk about that a little bit later. The next one I have is whole life. Whole life insurance is even if you fall into the category of needing a term. Am I am I still in purview here? Oh. Even if you fall into the category of needing a term, you always need whole life, no matter what. Forget what people say out there. If they tell you anything different, they are telling you that because they are absolutely trying to just get your money okay um mm -hmm. some people say um get a term and invest the rest like no okay no 
I did not say it clearly. <laughs> no, you will, you will find a lot of um, the brokerage uh, community, um, people that are investments um, gurus, they will tell you that. Mm -hmm. uh, I say, no, that's not a good way to do things. Um, the sooner you take out a whole life policy, the sooner you lock in the rate. The sooner you take it out, the sooner you lock in the rate. Meaning, the younger you are, the better your rate. The younger you are, less it's less, you know, um, a chance that you are sick. That you're on mm -hmm. a lot of medications, okay? Right. Um, the sooner that you take this policy out, the better for you. And if you're 40, don't wait until you're 41. Get it now, okay? Mm -hmm. Whole life builds cash value as well. Term life is pure death benefit. It doesn't build cash value. We'll get into that a little bit later. And it keeps growing unless you take it out. Okay? Mm -hmm. Unless you move it out, unless you stop paying for it, it's going to be the same rate no matter what. Whole life costs a little more than term because part of premium is paying for insurance and the rest is building cash value. So you are building an asset. Okay? Mm -hmm. and that's when you find people say life insurance, not death insurance. We're not paying for death insurance. Even though it's utilized when you die, but you mm -hmm. can utilize the um, plan when you are while you are living. Okay. Okay. One that a lot of people don't know about. Um, a lot of our counterparts, you know, we may have you know our brothers and sisters from the other ethnicities on the phone uh, um, here on the black podcast. Um, but it's factual. A lot of our uh, counterparts, they know more about the universal life because it was um, privy to them more than it was to our people. We yeah. were given more so the whole life, um, more so the term, but more so the whole life. I remember growing up, hearing my grandparents talk about um, whole life policy. Got to get my policy paid. The man is coming to the house to collect the premium. Y'all know, know what that sounds like. The insurance man is coming, you know. So they were talking about a whole life. The universal life, or what I like to call UL, um, this is an investment vehicle designed to build wealth. You hear me? Build wealth. Um, the universal life plan is most appropriate for the self-employed or business owners with extra money to dump into their policy. It is not designed for standard life insurance policy, mm -hmm. just to cover burial needs. Those on a tight budget or fixed income should steer clear from these because it is truly one that helps build. If you're looking for something to give you a bang right then, um, this is not the vehicle for you. But if you want to leave a lasting legacy fund to your children or you want to build something where you can send them to college, this is a way that you can build your own. So... We could talk about that a little later as well. But those are the three that I'm going to discuss um, tonight. And I believe um, you, Miss Regina, are going to ask us the questions concerning these. But I did want to put those out there because you would be absolutely surprised. I know I was when I began doing this business. Uh, how many people don't know the difference? And they get into these products and they feel like I've got life insurance. I'm good. Mm -hmm. They don't realize they're in a term. And that term, I was going to come out, 
or it's going to go up. And when it goes up, they may not have the money to pay for that. So it can just take them off guard. And it's really sad, but the only thing I can do is come in and just help them right where they are. Okay, so that's what we wanted to do just to kind of go over it so everybody can know where our foundation is about the life part of the getting your house in order. So we're going to do different parts of it to get your house in order. It takes a lot of things, not just life insurance, but we're going to talk about some other things. So um, with um, getting your house in order, we're going to talk about the strain that it puts on families when your house is not in order. So I would like to say, give us this like a little synopsis of a person who has no life insurance, don't have, does not have a will, don't have a power of attorney. Um, and let's say their um, parent passed away. Like, how would that look? Devastating. <laughs> like, yeah. that's it. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a devastating position to be in because not only have I lost the one that I love but now I'm having to figure out how I'm going to put them in the ground because I can't burn them I can't put them out in the backyard and put them to fire I can't dig a hole and put them in the hole now some people may say I can donate their bodies to science but even with that you have to get someone to actually move the body from where the body is when it passes away. Mm -hmm. So it's still a, a cause. Mm-hmm. Still a cause because guess what? We don't know when that time comes where we're going to be. Okay? So there's still a cost in every single thing as it relates to birth and death. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether or not I am choosing to go that route or I throw my hands up and say I don't care you're leaving your family in a devastating place right. I know because I've been there and I can speak from experience that not only is it devastating but it is a burden to carry a huge burden to carry mm-hmm. um, yes. because whether you go the cremation route or whether you go the traditional burial route, it still calls. And I have specialized in looking at the areas in which I service. And I look at the funeral homes, what they're charging on cremation and traditional burial. What does it cost to dig the plot? What does it cost to um, do an open and closing? What does this cost? You know, and I do that because I want to bring a realistic view to my clients no matter where I go. Mm-hmm. Even if you're living in rural North Carolina and you're not living in the city, you still have a cost. The cost in rural North Carolina is less than it would be in Raleigh, but it's still a cost. Right. It's still a cost. See, the thing about what a lot of times people don't understand is when it happens, you got to, it's not your normal situation, especially if it's a parent. And a lot of us are getting older and we in our 40s and 50s and stuff. And our parents are getting older as well. And we need to kind of make sure we put that stuff in order now while you're in a good sound mind and body. You don't yes. want to wait until they, dev- until they pass because your mind is not going to be 
and I can tell you from a person who lost a parent, your mind is not there. It's there, but you're kind of like cloudy. You're not really focusing. And mm -hmm. just to have it on in order beforehand, mm -hmm. it relieves you from that stress of worrying about it. You just basically like pushing a button and it's just working for you. It's like autopilot and you don't have to do anything. Right. Exactly. You really want to do that now. And you leave it open for everyone else on the outside looking in to give their opinion about what should take place. So, you know, you're leaving your loved one that you truly want to be responsible. Say, for instance, a mother or mm -hmm. a father, you know, they have a one and only child. Mm -hmm. And that one and only child is going to have all of that on top of them. Okay. That's so, us. <laughs> you got two of us Come right on, here. Come on. <laughs> Now you have, now you have the, the aunts and the uncles, <laughs> you know, now you have the best friends, you yeah. know, all these people know that the house mm -hmm. wasn't in order. So they're thinking they're going to come in and help, but yeah. that always isn't the case. And the reason is, is because their opinions may be great, but that's what they are. Right. At the time, I don't have any funds. So now I got to think about how am I going to get this done? And at the same time, I got opinions coming to me every every which way. And I think too, wait, can I say something real quick on yes. that? Let's Please. put a pin on that one. And uh, Paul, I want you to, uh, to, to say something about this one. <laughs> well, see, what happens a lot of times what people do when they're supposed to be helping you, mm -hmm. They don't understand sometimes that you are overwhelming and it's a lot happening. You know what I'm saying? You lost right. a pen and they mean well, but Absolutely. they want to come in and tell you, well, I really think he will like this. You know, I know because we had a conversation one time and he mentioned that before and he mentioned this before. And, you know, you sure you want to do it there? Because it seems like he wants to hear. Like, really? Like, right. This is not the time for that. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're telling me stuff, but right. it's sometimes it don't, the delivery is not the greatest. Sometimes the timing right. is not the greatest sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and then they kind of, like you said, they want to come with these because they do know your parent in a different way. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your parent as a parent and, and, and child. They know right. him as brother or sister. They know him as a best friend. They know him as a coworker. They know right. your parent in different ways you don't. Mm -hmm. And that's true. And that's absolutely true. I heard things that I never knew that my dad was or did or whatever. Because mm -hmm. we don't know him in that light. Right. You got to, you know, sometimes family is really, yeah. <laughs> you know, they come on you at the wrong times, at the wrong, yeah. and, you yeah. know, well, I don't think you should just do it. You know, it, what? Mm -hmm. Really? Not now, please. Not now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, it's something for me to think of because you know I have two parents and I'm an only child, so I just think about it every day. Mm -hmm. Like, As you should be. it's gonna this happen. To, mm -hmm. You know, this is all gonna be on me. I have no siblings. It's all he. You know, they have. Um, I have uncles on each side or whatever, but it's really gonna fall on me. So I'm bracing myself and. I just want to know also, like, how do you get them to talk about it? See, my parents are very like this. Mm -hmm. And since I am an only child, I'm yeah. mad grown. They don't want to share that information. So how do you get the, you know, because they're like, oh, we, we got it under control. And I know they do, but it's like they haven't shared it with me. And right. it's hard to get it out of them because they're so, um, they're like mm -hmm. one 
in it and it's like this it's hard it's like fort knox so mm -hmm. how do you get uh, how do you advise to get a parent uh, you know a, a child or you know adult child to talk to get your parents to talk about that kind of thing when, when the time oh. comes and prepare for it carla what a beautiful question and mm -hmm. um it's an important question because I actually, on the other side of what I do, I coach families in getting ready for these kinds of things and also caring for their loved one, which a lot of time is our parent. Yeah. And one of the things that I would suggest you do is to first get yourself ready for that conversation. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to bring tears and emotion into the conversation yeah. because what what will happen is that they're going to pull back and say she's she can't handle it. They're going to see their baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're going to say, "Oh, she she's not ready," you know. And so what they're going to do is they're going to put up a front. They're going to put up a front, and they're going to do what they've done all of your life protect you. When honestly they are needing to now open themselves up to become vulnerable with you so mm -hmm. that you know what to do when that time comes because honestly that's going to be the best thing for them and for you because you would have already had a conversation yeah it's not going to catch you off guard right. so you the first and foremost get yourself together how do you do that i know you mm -hmm. might ask yourself that well, Anita Michelle, how do I do that? Well, the way that you do that, Carla, is you begin to think about all of the things that would hurt you as as if it happened. Go ahead and start putting yourself in that in that position. Mm -hmm. okay? It's a psychological thing. That's what I do. I think about it all. I brace myself because you just never know. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I see what you mean by that yourself with the thoughts of it happening don't consume because right. that brings the emotion the tears and all of that oh my goodness oh, no. however well. you want to go ahead and begin to prepare yourself in that way okay when this happens i need to be able to be this person for myself and for mm -hmm. those i know are going to miss them too yeah okay? And I need to get myself ready to talk to them. So the next thing would be to have that conversation with them. So how is it that I do that? I think that, that writing down, Anita, is good too. Like writing all of it down so you can just follow the list as you talk to them. You know, because yes. you'll get off track really quickly. Yes. That Very good. Very, very good. Very mm -hmm. good comment. Because um, when you start, and, and I know because I've done this, I did it with my father when he lived with me before he passed. And mm -hmm. I did it with my mom right afterward. And so I saw the, the differences in both of them. Mm -hmm. in this. And so one of the things that does help is what uh, Miss Regina stated, is writing it down so that you know, because when you begin to <laughs> look at that, it's also a diversion, okay? Yeah. Because you're sitting there and you're talking about it, you might get emotional, but mm -hmm. what did I say is going to make them feel bad and think you're not ready. So if you right. have a list coming to them, one, they're going to know she mean business. Okay. Mm -hmm. She comes to do business. Yeah. All right. So you come and you got that list and you say, you know, mom and dad, listen, I just want to, you know, do something for our business. You know, make yeah. it about 
our, not me, not them. Because one thing about parents, they say, I'm your parent. You're not yep. about me. You're not yes. about me. Okay. So you tell me. me what to do. And I know because I'll tell you, I have. That's how it is. It's like they're like this. They're like, like I said, Fort Knox. It's just yeah. like, no. Yeah. You know, don't even no. go there. And it's the energy of it, even though they know that you're trying. It's like, yeah, with these particular people I'm talking about. <laughs> I know. You want to break it down, uh, Miss Carly, you want to break it down to them and tell them, you know, this is going to be beneficial to us. How How is it going to be beneficial to us? Like, ask the question, but answer the question, have the solutions. Yes. And you say to them, listen, I, I, love, I love both of you, but nine times out of ten, you both will not go to glory at the same time. So right. that means I'm going to have to be here to either support mom or support mm -hmm. dad. Right. Okay. Right now, you you guys are supporting each other. Y'all leaving me on the outside. And I need to be included. Yes. Because I'm going to have to be the support when one of you leave. Mm -hmm. so, so you know how you can help me do that? One, I need to know about the life insurance policy. You don't have to mm -hmm. tell me how much it is. Right. Okay, I don't have to know that unless you want me to. I just need to know the details because I love y'all. And I know that I am not going to be prepared for that day emotionally. Mm -hmm. But I want to be prepared for that day informationally. Right. I need my information. I need mm -hmm. to know where are we going with this? What is, what is the funeral home? When you start talking to your parents in that way, they know you've sat down and done some work. Mm -hmm. okay? That's true. That's more uniform, more organized. And it looks like, like you said, you come in for a business. So we're yeah. going to actually talk about some other stuff that falls in line to this. And we're going about to do that in a second. But I want Carla to get some comments in. And mm -hmm. then okay. we'll come back and we'll finish that off. Absolutely. Kimberly Review says, hey. Hey, Kimberly. It's been a minute, girl. Hey, <laughs> Stacy Evans, she says hello everyone. Welcome. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> and Rhonda Martin says hello all. Miss Anita is educating on a very important topic. Good stuff. Absolutely. Yes, it is, Rhonda. Yes, Thank it you. is. And welcome. This is something we need to talk about, you know, because you know, we all go through it. We all gonna go through it, you know, and we need to kind of know what we're dealing with because we we repeat the same thing over and over. I've been to so many family things and it's like the same thing. And everybody said the same thing at the thing. Oh, I know I'm gonna get myself because I ain't gonna go with this. My cousin just went through, that was crazy. That right. was crazy. You know, and we say that, but then we go right back to life and we just continue to go on and then here come the next funeral. They can ask us for money. Why he ain't no insurance policy? What, what, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, so why are we not changing this? Like, why are we not changing this? And like, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna throw some stuff at y'all. So we're gonna, we're gonna do like a little like, Shoot thing. Okay, so one of the things that I recommend, and I, me and Carla talked about this too, because I've seen this happen with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. and I had to end up doing this too with my dad. Clean your parents' houses out now while they are alive. Repeat. Clean <laughs> your parents' houses now while yeah. they feel alive. Get rid of all the crap and the clutter and the things now. Like I said, Gina, for huh? weeks. For um, now. It's not happening on my end. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's not happening. I went home for Christmas and it was like, nah. 
I'm telling you, I was just surveying because I was already in the mind. I was like, I know what I'm going to get rid of. I'm going to get rid of everything up in this Right, so you know what you got to do, right? Like, yeah. uh, like I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna clean out my childhood room. I'm gonna do that first. That's my stuff. I'm gonna get that out of there first. I'm but it's really important. It's really important to do that. And the reason why I'm telling you that is, when it's when that happens, what's the first thing we do? What's the first thing we do before we let people in your house? You clean out your house, right? Because right. you know it's going to be people flowing through all week and people coming after the repast and you want that house to be clean. And you don't right. want stuff out that you don't, you know, because you don't live with your parents. You don't know what's out there. You don't want stuff out that people can no. roam around and find stuff, right? So no. you want to be able to collect all the stuff and mm-hmm. have it together. Secondly, when it's time to distribute stuff out. Yes. When you try to distribute, because you know you get to a point that you're not gonna want to keep every little thing your parents have, and they may have still living siblings and nieces and nephews that love them as well. And you may want to go ahead and say to them, What items do you want so and so to have? Do you want so and so to have this? You know, or you know, separate things out, clean it out, put it up so they can have one day they can come over and you be like, These are the things right here. That's it. You're looking right here. That's it. (laughs) It's right here. Because you have to, because a lot of times they come in your house and they just going to want to go buck wild and, oh, I, I saw this suit that she used to wear. I wanted to get that suit. Yep. That suit that she used to wear, that red suit. I love that suit. No, that's not for you. That's for whoever. That's you know? What I, huh? That's what happened with my, grand, uh, my grandfather and, uh, and my grandmother passed. Yeah, people were taking pictures of them, you know, older siblings from my, my older uncles of yeah. my father. You know, they see this so well. It is what it is. They, you know, um, you know, they would, they, you know, uh, in-laws would take stuff to yes. where we couldn't find any of the nice pictures of the grandparents of when they were young and stuff like that. But, you know, someone just took them, you know. Right, but that's the conversation you need to have with yeah. your people to say who you want to have that stuff. Because those things, especially when you're the only child and even if you even have siblings, but just think about all that stuff that you have to deal with. If you clean it out now or get it organized now, when that time comes, it won't be so overwhelming. Right. So but then you know where everything is at and you'll be able to say, okay, these are the things for the sisters. This is how I did it with my dad. He has the brothers that day. I knew they want his suits, his, his hats, his fedoras. My dad was a good dresser. He, he, they wanted, you could have it. So we had all that stuff together ready for the brothers to come and get. Then we mm-hmm. had some the nephews and the nieces like we, we divide everything i'm organized anyway so that's that's what i do but okay. we had everything out in in sections so everybody could go look at that one little section you're not going through the house here we go mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you have to have some order because if you don't and you, and another thing is when you have repass and stuff people are right. just floating through your house you, your mind is not going to be all the way there and people are going to be in your bathrooms and all through here talking oh, going out around Yes. You don't know what they're looking for or looking at. That's true. And, you know, one thing that comes to mind while listening to the two of you speak is um, I would like to um, impose on everyone tonight to get a life planner. Okay. And Mm -hmm. this is also called a um, final expense planner or, Mm -hmm. you know, some type of planner that's going to provide the questions needed to answer to ensure that all these questions are answered for whoever is the responsible person that's going to handle responsibility of the final expense 
-hmm. you want to make sure that you have that roadmap because you are not going to be able to think of everything. And also what it does is it gives you credibility in the time of storm. It gives you credibility in the time of storm. Why? Because mm -hmm. you may have family members that come and they may sit back and say, how do we know that you didn't write that down? How do we know that you did not say that because you didn't want me to have it? You ain't like me anyway. You didn't like the relationship that I had <laughs> right. anyway. You didn't like like, me. I mean, I'm telling y'all, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen in my family, but I promise you, it happens in somebody's family out there, and it will happen. If you haven't seen it yet, trust and believe these things are things that happen in families. They're going to happen when there's no organization that's going to happen. These things happen. The craziest arguments happen over stuff. So give your parents, loved one, whoever that is, the opportunity to sit down with you or alone if they want to do it alone. But check back in with them and say, hey, did you do that that planner for your your, your final wishes? Yeah, so you, Anita, you went ahead of the game with me. I was going to do it. I actually have a book. This is my book that I have on Amazon. It's Good. called Life Organizational Planner. Oh, and no. it's for people who doesn't, you know, some like older people don't really like technology that much, yes. you know, and it's a book that you can put all your information in. It has from doctor's appointments to calendars, to website information, to um, doctor phone numbers, your medications you take, the times you take it. It's all in this book. So what we're talking about tonight, I already have a solution for you. So yes. if you look up my name, Regina R. Smithwick or Regina Smithwick under Amazon, and this book will pull up and it's less than $10. I didn't put a lot of charge on it because I really wanted to offer this out to people who really need to have a book that when mm -hmm. something goes down, you could just grab that book and go to the doctor or go to the hospital and give yes. them all that information right there. Life insurance policy, the life, the number, everything is in this book. So you're not searching for everything, yes. you know? And this is something that you could give to your loved one for them to fill out, or you could do it together. But just like you said, I was going to pull it up later, but you already hit it. So I'm going to go ahead and pull yeah, it up. It's, it's important, Miss Regina and Miss Carla. It's important for people to have the life organization planner. And it's also important for them to be able to write down, even down to, to the, you know, whether or not they want to wear glasses. I wear, I wear glasses, you know? And will my daughter even think of that? You know, when I you know, leave this earth. Will she be like, well, did mama want to wear her glasses or not? She only wore when she couldn't see, you know? And so it's these <laughs> right. things that, that, you know, we really and truly leave our children and our loved ones to figure out. It's so yeah. easy to sit down while you are living to do this stuff. Um, if you are one of my clients, you get one of those for free. I give it to you for free and I sit down and I do a, a, um, a courtesy sit down with you and we go through it. If you want to do it with me, if not, you know, I always check back in though. Mm -hmm. And I said, did you do it? You know, did you, did you get it done? Cause it's important. And I want a copy, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so that whenever your family calls me on that day, I can say, I got a copy, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just so important. So yes, I, I, I hope that answered your question, Ms. Carla. <laughs> Um, you and I can talk offline. Um, okay. you know, I'll give you my phone number so that I can kind of help you, you know, yeah. get to a place where you can actually do that. Yes. Um, 
that it is a process because it may not happen the first time. But I'm what right. I'm like, I already know that. Gonna <laughs> be planting those seeds, you know, to get them ready to open mm -hmm. up because they're gonna huh, trust me. They're gonna think about it. They're gonna think about you know um, how you made them feel bad about leaving you out. You know, mm -hmm. um, they're gonna feel bad. They're gonna think about honestly, kill them off. Mm. Okay, and do it in a nice way. And I, there is a way we can do that. Hey, there's going to be a time. My nine times a ten. God's not going to call both of you at the same time. Okay? But if he does, look how that would be for me. Right. I mean, these are reality conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but see, and I think it's a lot of it is, is old folk, old folk tales. Like the way that, you know, they don't want to tell you, like, Nobody want to tell you your unpolished information because they like you're not gonna know how much you can try to kill me off before my time, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you know, people, you know, you hear them stories all the time. Another 48 mm -hmm. hours, we watch that all day. Everybody killing everybody off for insurance policies. You yeah. know, they find out how much it is, and all of a sudden the wife disappears. Talk about because his business went down, he needed his money, so he just got rid of the wife. You know, so right. I could see why people are scared to tell. But you know, when you have good relationships with your, your kids and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, your kids ain't gonna try to kill you off. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, we have to know these things. And as another another tip, I would say, purchase a fire waterproof fouling safe. It's a safe that has fouling cabinets in it. You can lock it or coat it, but you're able to put all your stuff, your life insurance policies, all your important documents, your social securities and all yep. that stuff in there, birth certificates. And it's fireproof and waterproof. And it and, and it's, it's stable. Like nobody could just come and pick. You see them coming out your house with that because it's yeah. heavy enough that you, they can't just pick it up and put it on. A, you know, get something right. that's heavy that you know it takes a minute to move, so nobody could come and take your stuff. But right. it's so important to have that because God forbid you have a fire or a flood, and your right. paperwork is going to be safe in that. It's, it's sealed tight, waterproof tight. I right. have I've been having one for almost twenty years now. <laughs> If my if something God forbid happened to me, my kids know where the keys at and they know where to go and get it and go in there and get what they need to get out of there. You know, and then um yeah, and that's very important. It's it's, it's worth the money. It's it very, very worth the money. I brought my daughter one when she moved out of my house. She got a little version of it, but I got her one because you live with people or roommates, you know, and you, you can't leave your social security card and your birth certificate all over the place and if you right. want to have it locked up. So, you know, if, you know, something happens, you know where it's at. Yeah, right. and the eyes, the eyes that need to see it needs to see it. And and that's true. Now, let's kind of pivot a little bit. We're talking mm -hmm. about our parents, but let's also talk about the young people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's real out here. It's real out here. I know that um, we as parents do not want to think about our children dying. Oh, my goodness. Think about that. My daughter's 24. But I think about that. It does break my heart. You know what I'm saying? But I do know with her being an adult, she's out there and she's moving in the world and she's around different people. Unfortunately, things happen that are not in our control. Mm -hmm. And um, about two weeks ago, a young man that was um, under my leadership while I was passing was killed. He was murdered. Okay? And he was only 27. All right, and we are having his funeral on Tuesday, his home going on Tuesday. But at the same time, it breaks my heart because I assume he had COVID. Mm -hmm. 
I assume mm -hmm. I will not make I will not make that mistake again. I will no longer assume that someone is covered because I think that this happened and that happened and they they did it. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Um, yeah. It is serious, you all. If you do not have coverage on your children, yeah, I do. Do not have coverage on yourself. Get it. Mm -hmm. My information is right there. I mm -hmm. promise you, I will work with you to ensure that you don't just get it, but that you get it to sustain and maintain. Right. Things happen where you might can't afford it, you know, from month to month. Talk to me. Talk to your agent. Don't just cancel it. Because when you cancel it, oh my goodness, there's so many other things that go, you know, go along with that. Mm -hmm. And just this week, as a life insurance specialist, mm -hmm. just this week, one of my clients who has also become one of my sisters in Christ, she um, allowed her policy to get two months behind. Thankfully, it has not lapsed. But I kept calling her, asking her, and she was going, you know, and she was into a slump. And she financially, and she couldn't do the two payments. But if she had only spoken to me, then we could have gotten one payment in. Well, she had an infection to set in that had to push her, you know, out the house because she's mm -hmm. overweight. They had to push her out the house and they had to do an emergency surgery on her this past week. She almost died, you all. Okay, we don't know what's going to happen from one moment to one moment to the next. I'm very passionate about this conversation. You know, we're we're laughing and we're having a good time here, but these scenarios are real people having real situations with real pains. Okay, these are people that I know personally who I know if I had the conversation, if I had done a little bit more, you know, as a specialist in this area. I have learned to not assume. And I thank I thank Miss Regina and Miss Carla for taking the time out to care about the community enough to have a serious conversation to talk about why it's important to get your house in order. No matter how old you are, your house needs to be in order. Yes, it does. And if you have nephews or nieces who you know live a risky lifestyle like I do. Put your little coins into them. Because I promise you, when that time comes, you're going to wish you had. And that's always the case with insurance. I had saw um, a report that says when people go in or are they going behind in bills, the first thing they do is cancel their policies. That's the one of the first thing, thing they you know, do. The first, first thing. thing. They don't even try to figure out nothing else. They go straight into canceling their policy because they don't see the benefit of it because they're not benefiting from it. So they feel that is the they don't need to. I gotta pay this. I gotta pay this power bill. That's gonna have to wait. But I then gotta I gotta I gotta get I gotta get this um, doctor bill done. And you know what they don't realize is foundation honestly in the pyramid. Um, and and I I wish I had it. I meant to bring it, but mm. okay. So the pyramid is life insurance. Okay, think about it. When you come out of the womb, a lot of moms, dads, they put life insurance on their child. Y'all know Gerber Life. 
Durable. I have. I have. I have, I have all my kids. Yeah. Put that grubber life. And you know what? It's so important that even at the hospital, I don't know if they do it now, but even at the hospital, they used to offer it right then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put a policy on your child? Do you know why? Because it is the foundation. That's okay? right. Next is the health insurance. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, because guess what? As you get older, that health insurance, you know, it's a corridor. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay, it's a corridor. Lifespan. Things happen when we're living, right? But that life insurance, everything gonna come back that. Yep. The 360. Mm-hmm. Everything gonna come back to that. So that life insurance is the foundation. You got your health insurance. Then you want to do your retirement. That's right. Why? Because right. You, get, you get older. I'm getting more mature. I, I know I, I I need to be saving up for this. So now you know I got that got that right there in place. Now I got my investments. Now I'm getting a little bit more mature because I'm thinking about my my life. I'm thinking about my family. What are they going to do when I'm gone? Mm-hmm. Okay? How am I going to live when I leave that job? But those of you who are still working, you know, those of you who are self-employed need to be thinking about your own setup. Mm-hmm. So, so when I pass away, guess what? Everything goes back where? To the life insurance policy. But I built all of this. But mm-hmm. I built all of this. And that That's health insurance is going to be there as that corridor. It's going to be there. Okay? Yeah, it's a perfect example. There. Very good. Very good analogy. Yes. So, so health insurance, but I have to have that life. And I, my, my mentor, Mr. Jamal Brown, always used him because he's my life insurance agent. Okay? He's mine. And he said, Anita, before I pay my mortgage, I pay my life insurance. That's what he told me. And do you know why? He said, because I could get in my car and I could go down the street and I can die. But if I pay my mortgage, how is my wife going to pay for me to be buried or whatever his plans are if my life insurance isn't there? Now she got that and, and the the mortgage. She got the mortgage. But if mortgage. I pay my life insurance, guess what else she got? Extra right. money. Right. Come on. Come on, we gotta we gotta think about this thing in a bigger perspective. It's not about you, life insurance. It's not about you. It's about your loved ones. That's it. It's about your it loved is. ones. Saying that for your loved ones to be able to be secure. Now you might have that person. We talked about this last show. You might have that person that says, "I ain't leaving them no money. They get rich off of me." <laughs> <laughs> you know they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? That's a selfish thing to say. It truly is because it's not that they're getting rich off of you. You can honestly make your mind up as to how much you leave, but leaving them with nothing is selfish. Yeah. It's selfish. It's, it's selfish, but you could change a generation. You could literally change your family outlook. Yeah. You, you can do that right and do that, those foundations right. Right. Yeah. Kids could start a whole new way of life when you, you know what I'm saying. They could start investing, opening businesses, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You could set them up for a good foundation that your grandkids, your great grandkids, and so on will be living that life of entrepreneurship or having their own business or yes. you know you train them up right from the beginning. And yes. them seeing you doing all of this is going to be automatic for them to do it. They're going to see you do it, and they're going to go, oh, that's what you got to do. You got to get insurance. You got to do this. You got to do Me that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're watching you just like they're watching you not doing something. 
That's and competing repeating that, not doing something. Yeah. Because I've been in situations that somebody passed away and he just turned around and look at everybody like, well, what are we going to do? Like, right. we, we, we. <laughs> we. I even, I even <laughs> see some people actually say, well, I guess we're going to have to do a GoFundMe. And they said, no, we don't. She had it. She, she did. I didn't know she was responsible like that. And it's, you know, and that right there tells, it tells me we have to have the conversations in our families. Yeah. Because sometimes people, like you said, could go the other way, Miss Regina. Mm-hmm. I could be looking at my cousin and thinking she don't have it and say she ain't got it. I've been, you know, looking at her. She's successful. She don't need it. But then yeah. later on when she passed away, she got life insurance. She did. Without well, I've been following her thinking I knew it. Everything she did. We have to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very important. So uh, the takeaway for today is Please talk to your parents if you have not. Get your siblings together. If you have siblings, y'all need to have a conversation together. You ever yeah. saw This Is Us? The, the last episode, the last, uh, you know, they went off the air now. But yes. they, had, they had to have, the kids had to get together because the mother was sick. Okay. And, you know, they had to kind of plan. And they all had different ways. They all had different relationships with the mother. Yeah. So one said that, you know, mama wanted like this. The other one said, no, mama wanted like that. And what? And believe it or not, they all were right because there's a little piece of their mom that they had a relationship with that they know them differently. Just like you know right. your parents differently than your friends or whatever. So when they actually sat down, they actually got someone that the daughter, she had, she sat them down first and said, listen, this is what's going on with me. I'm going to get worse as I get older. And I want this daughter, Kate, I want you to be in charge. Mm-hmm. She said, I have my reasons. I want you to be in charge. And they right. already, so everybody sat there. Everybody heard it. Everybody know. It's not like she told us secretly, like, yeah, right. She didn't tell you that. No. She said, I want her in charge, y'all. Because mm-hmm. I already, I know what my son, <laughs> I already had my son. I already know which one. I already told the kids. He's the one in charge. Mm-hmm. When my son come, he's going to be the one to distribute the money out. It's him. Mm-hmm. Because I know y'all too. Mm-hmm. It's him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I, you know, your children, you know, which ones could do what. And so it's important that you talk to your kids and let them know who's in charge and who you're, who you're allowed to be in charge and right. how they're going to distribute and how they're going to do it. Tell them all together. So no, no confusion. If you right. need to record it, record it. Cause some people get the little, little brain fog at the end. They forget stuff. Oh, I yeah. got it right here, sweetie. Let's watch it again. Yeah. She said this. <laughs> So, you know, we got to be smart with your stuff, but sit down, communicate, talk to your parents, get your house in order physically and actually mentally and physically, like actually clean their house. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a headache trying to do all that stuff while you're trying to bury your parent. You don't want to have to worry about cleaning up your house for people to come over. Mm-mm. It's a lot Mm-mm. of work, especially when you haven't, you know what I'm saying? Because certain people handle their houses differently. Right. You don't know. So that's very important. So what I'm going to do is uh, we'll do a couple things and we'll circle around. We'll get ready to close out soon. Can you believe the hour is almost over already, ladies? I told you. <laughs> it goes by too fast. so quick. Well, we have some comments. Go ahead, Carla. Get some comments in and then I will uh, go ahead and do my thing. Okay. Um, just one more. It says, uh, Rhonda Martin says, yes, list in the final wishes planner all of your wishes, including... <clears throat> those you want notified when that time comes put a policy in place yes, yes and that's true too that's so true to know who to notify 
My right. dad actually, um, Rhonda had a list. He had it in his little little thing, and it literally had all the phone numbers to all the policies, his pension, his job, the insurance. We literally did it in an hour and a half. We went through all the lists, made all the phone calls. In less than two hours, we were done. Yay, dad. We were done. We ain't had a search for nothing. He had everything lined up, and he told me. My father sat there and said, when you put me in this ground, take your, sell this house, take your mother with you to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She's not going to upkeep this house. She's not going to be able to do it. I got you a new boiler. I put a new um, hot water heater in here. He did a new roof. He went and did all the stuff to have the house ready to sell. Mm-hmm. My dad That's had organization skills from, from him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My father had, and he said, dad, go down there and be able to join my new boiler. He was, <laughs> he stopped by the door before the ball had to kick in. <laughs> it's so it, but it's like he had, that, I mean, that was funny though. He made me laugh on that one. I said, you're so stupid. So I spent all this money in this bowl. I ain't going to be here to even enjoy it. Um, but, but that's important that I will always remember that conversation. He, like he told me, this is what I want. He said, you sell this house. He said, you go buy another house. Don't get another mortgage. There's no reason for you to get a mortgage. You have enough right. money to buy a home. You don't right. need a mortgage. Don't get no more mortgages. Mm-hmm. And I told him out and I stuck to it. It's been 10 years, mm-hmm. but that's the conversations you have to have. They, you know, you know, he made, made me laugh, you know, cause it's hard. It really is hard. Cause you know, he knows, I know, we all know he's going to be gone sooner than later, mm-hmm. but to know that I had a plan and I already know what he wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And he already had everything ready for me mm-hmm. and the house was ready to go. Like I didn't have to worry about all that stuff. Right. You know, and that was a blessing. I mean, we had to clean the house out to move. But it was easier because we already did everything else beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it and it makes your life. Gr- I'm telling you, it works. Yeah. Um, it, does it make your grieving process better? Easier. Oh yeah, yeah. very. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because it's gonna be hard if you haven't lost any parents. And like I told Carla, she's blessed and highly favored to be fifty, you know, fifties and still have both our parents. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you join this club, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult at first. It takes a minute to get adjusted. Cause what you do is you build a habit over your life. So your habit is when you first look at this person, this, the first person you see is your parents, right? Mm-hmm. So you build this habit. You have a 50 something year old habit that one day habits done broken. That's how it is. Your habit is broken. Like you used to doing something for 50 years and all of a sudden one morning you wake up, the habit is gone. Yep. It's time for you to adjust to a new way of life. It's, it's you know, you got so used to being with them. So right. you can deal with that. Plus you got to deal with cleaning the house. Plus you got to deal with the relatives coming to tell you what they want you. Like if everything's in writing, like Anita said, if everything's there in the planner, mm-hmm. like, no, my mother says she wants to be buried here. My mother says she wants to be this here. Just as what I'm following what my mother said. There's no emotion in this. It's what it says. I don't have to go, well, I think she said she likes red flowers. I think at one time I gave her red roses. And she said, no, you don't have to do all that. Yeah. Ask your parents exactly what they want. What songs right. did they want? All right, I knew what songs but my daddy wanted. Mm-hmm. I just want to know that. That's right. right. Yeah, you need to know all that. That details gets very mm-hmm. annoying when you're when you're grieving. They very you annoying. Everybody be you at you. Know who to sing them. Who, who you want to sing them, dad? Who you want to sing mom? Right. You know? Yeah, that's all that stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of detail. So you gotta get to it. Hop up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to get to. 
It's like planning a wedding. It's the same thing. Well, what do you want? What kind of flowers? What kind of what do you want person to sing at your wedding? What do you want your repast to be at? You know, yep. you go, mm -hmm. yeah. What do you want me to put on you? You know, and even yeah. I need to say to the to the glasses. Do you want me to wear glasses or not? Mm-hmm. You know, th th that's so important. My dad had um he he wanted to get married with his handkerchiefs. Oh, see, you probably would have never even thought mm -hmm. of that. My dad, my dad, and I knew this about my dad. So I mean, it was just no questions asked. My dad had long white hair, went down his back. He loved his hair. He didn't mm -hmm. take his chemo because he did not want to lose his hair. Okay. So when he passed away, everyone that didn't like his hair in the family were like, it's time to cut their hair. We was like, no, you're not. Why are they going to do that in his in death? Like, yeah, in death, they're going to see it again. Like, you'll see it again. Right. Like, what does it matter to you? What he's, what, you know, what his appearance is, you know, that's terrible. People, like I said, the worst comes out of people during that time anyway. So, mm -hmm. bingo. <laughs> a lot of things they wanted to say and didn't say now they say because he he or she is not here yeah this is the time they let it all out right what are they gonna do they ain't here mm -hmm. yeah they want they want to say that to your father no. it, it was it was it was crazy but me and my siblings were like no we're standing firm this is how he wore his hair in life this is how he's gonna you know be in his in his um, final days you know when mm -hmm. people look at him they're gonna see his hair because that's that's who he was. Right. Yeah. That's that's it. All mm -hmm. right. So let's go ahead and get into the stuff here. We got another comment. You want to do that first, Carla? You want to wait? Oh, that was wait. the one. That was the last one. I think oh, we had one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see okay. that pop up on my end. Okay. It says uh, Kimberly reviews. Thank you. It says this is so helpful because my mom has always said she wants to be cremated, but it's not in writing. And I believe one of my siblings will try to go against it. Ooh, Ooh yes. See? Mm -hmm. yes. See? Yes, yes. Kimberly, yes. go have that talk with your mother so she could get a will put in place. Even if she gets, like, she writes it up and go get it notarized. Come on right. now. Because that. Last time, did your girlfriend? That's huh? Right. You learned from the last time we had this conversation. That's yes. Right. Get, get your mother to write up a nice little love letter to herself and get it notarized. And give right. everybody a copy of the exactly. notarized copy. So nobody understands. Everybody knows what everybody says. There ain't no secret. Ain't no mom said cremated. And that's what she's going to get. Right. Mm -hmm. Take the emotions out. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Rhonda Martin says, Regina, your dad was very smart in the image of what a true dad, a responsible provider looks like. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, G. Oh, that was so nice. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, yes he was a man. He was a goat. Yeah, he was a goat. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, but like I said, it was hard for him. I know it was. I could tell it was hard for him, but he knew he had to take care of his business. It was mm -hmm. hard for me to tell my kids, like, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. It's hard because you that's you telling them, I know I'm not going to be here when this happens. Right. You can't see yourself without your children. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always think you're going to be here. You know, you can't even imagine you not being here. And your kids are just living in this world by themselves. <laughs> oh, you know what? You made me think of something else when you said that. I would like to also put um, this nugget out there. Regina just said something really important. We have the conversations with our children, but we also need to have the conversations with those people that we want to support our children. And we want to tell our children, you can count on auntie, uncle, whomever, 
so that they're not pulled in different ways. They mm -hmm. already know that you have already put that person on task mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. Okay. Because um, if not, especially if you if you leaving a lot of money, they don't have people on them. You know. Yes. So you you put those people around them, put their arms around their you know your children or your child, and they know who those people are. That's something. Yeah. That if you have yes and, and like in my will my my i have best friend they they already know mm -hmm. they have the policy they have my will they have my information they have it all so when they if i go before they they go they know exactly what to do and my kids already know who to talk to see mm -hmm. that's stuff we don't think about you know we don't especially when we still on the younger side we think that oh yeah. you know we have to really think about that because you leave here, your kids will be devastated if they don't know who to turn to, who to trust. You know, if they get money, they're like, okay, I'll trust this. This is my uncle. You know, he'll do right by me. And this right. uncle will take this money and spend it or whatever <laughs> right. yeah. and have them destitute. Like, you got to really, like, get your yeah. house in order for you and your children and your parents. It's like three levels. Mm -hmm. It's three levels. The comments be coming in. Okay, we'll do. Okay, uh, Kimberly said we'll do. Thanks, ladies. Yes, and let us, you know, and Anita's here for you, Kimberly. So um, I'll put her information back up here before the show is over and contact her. Oh, it's up there. Thank you, Carla. Yeah. Um, get her information, Kimberly, and talk to her and see, you know, she'll give you advice and steer you in the right direction. And she, she knows what she's doing. So talk to her and maybe that can help you with your conversation with your sister. Yes, and, and um, I know I didn't give this to you, Miss Regina, but for those of you who would like to contact me um, by phone, my number is 866. You sure, you sure you want to do that? 0860. You heard what I said? What did you say it was? 866-377-0860. That's my business line. And so and um she will um connect them with me if i'm not available they can leave a message and i can respond back to them at my earliest convenience but that is 866-377-0860 okay we well, y'all got it that's good um okay so let me go here so as you know that i do have sponsorships um opportunities for you if you want to um to advertise your business on our show so if you do you could please contact me um and it will be okay hold on y'all sorry about that let me clean that up um there you go so sponsorship opportunities only 15 dollars a show and we'll be able to do this advertise your business so if you reach out to me to let's talk 1943 at gmail.com and it's a simple form you fill out and you send me your media um, flyer just like this and we will definitely put it on our show and advertise for you. So um, please do. All right. Um, we are on our podcast. We are on Anchor and Anchor goes to all the different other podcasts. So if you go to Anchor FM slash let's talk 1943 or let's dash talk 1943 um you could go anchor you could go to apple you could go to breaker you could go to spotify you could go to google and the list goes on and on so please look us up on podcast if you can't watch us you can definitely listen to us 
and i appreciate that if you have it in your spirit and your heart to donate to our show the donation cash app is with g or dollar sign regina smithwick e and t for enterprise um we would definitely definitely appreciate that you know the course of the show and everything so it's up to you but we just want to just let you know if it's in your spirit to do it we really appreciate that as well and i'm going to do a little giveaway so everybody knows that i have a book called ring out your sponge and that is a great powerful book it's a journal and is able for you to write down all your things about you and, and your and insecurities your validation issues and it'll help you cleanse so you're able to now absorb new so it kind of lets you write it down you can see it you can tackle it tackle that monster and then after you finish that you'll be able to rebuild so that's what this journal does so ring out your sponge so what i will do is i will put um carla the first person who who um says ring out your sponge in the comments will get the book i will mail it to you this week so the first person that comments ring out your sponge i will you'll be the winner and we'll send that out to you all right all right so um final words we'll go ahead and go around the horn and anita you want to go ahead and um give us your final words absolutely thank you so much again for having me for this part two i enjoy myself thoroughly and um, I want to say nice to um, be a part of this um, Ring Out Your Sponge family. I am super excited about everything that you're doing, Miss Regina, and also you, Miss oh, Carly. Um, keep your heads up and know that what you're doing, the work that you're doing is necessary and it is so needed. You know, so many people out here are in need of information and we die for the lack of, uh, of information. The word tells us that, you know, we need not. Um, and I even said, you know, I'm bringing my book today to write down things because I don't know it all, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to keep our minds open for that. And I also want to um, just challenge everyone out there to get your house in order. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like for you. If it's life insurance, get it in order. If it's health insurance, get it in order you know if it's just a, the fact that you need to write down what it is you want to um take place when that time comes get it in order you mm -hmm. need to have a conversation with your family members about what it is you want um or even have a conversation about just the you know the idea of not being here with them do it everything that we've been talking about today has been because we love you Okay, and I am one who believes that I don't have to meet you to love you. Okay, mm -hmm. I don't have to touch you to have concern about you. All right, she would not be doing this, they would not be doing this if they didn't care. Okay, and yes. I know that they would not have brought me here to have this hour with you if I if they didn't know I care. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, like I said last time, whether it's me or whether it's someone else. I would love for it to be me because I don't believe there's any other better specialist out there but me, you know? All right now, all right now. <laughs> but if it's not me, it is well. I just want everyone to know the importance of getting your house in order and getting that done. So um, with that said, I am so excited. I hope that I can come on again. I definitely will be in the background, you know, on the audience side 
um, in the future. But if um, there's anything else I can do, Miss Regina, to help out this cause and, and bring any information um, to your listeners, I will be more than happy to do that. So thank you so much again for this part two. This this topic is so, you know, massive, you know, it's so it big. Is. And we yeah. can go on and on and on about it and have a two, a two or three or four and a five and so on. And so forth. <laughs> but, it is it's real big. But it's such it's such a needed thing. And so I thank you so much. I'm humbled by, you know, knowing you. I'm humbled by being here on today to be able to share this information, this information that I have in my spirit and in my mind and in my 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 myself. I just want to pour it out to whoever will um to, to take hold of it. And I'm glad that you did. Oh, no problem. I really appreciate you, Carla. I've said everything I need to say earlier. I need you to help me with this. (laughs) I vented it all out pretty much because, yeah, I've talked to a few people about it, but it's good to get it out to someone who's a professional in this. I will be reaching out to you, though, because I want to ask some other questions as well on my own, you know, that I need to that guidance. I need that guidance. (laughs) Carl, you look really nice. I love your hair. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I would close out to say that, you know, it is really important to, to really like clean your house. <laughs> like I said, I can't say that enough. Physically. Uh, <laughs> I get Physically and emotionally and spiritually, clean yeah. out your house. Um, but, um, but seriously, it's really important to get your house in order. It really, really is. You don't want to wait until you have to. You want to do it before, proactive, be proactive in it. Don't do it reactive after it's done because you're going to make decisions that you won't make when you're in your right mind and body. And those decisions you're going to make are going to be life decisions that you may can't take back. That's right. right. So you don't want to make decisions when you're already in in a distressed kind of mood and and state. You don't. I'm telling you, you'll say some things to people. You'll be flying off the handle. You'll be getting upset. You'll say things that you really don't really mean at the moment. So if you are as, as peaceful and calm as you could be and everything's taken care of, you can really sit back and absorb what's happening. You can sit back and actually reminisce or, uh, or appreciate or value the person that you're about to bury. You know, it'll be a better experience for you because you don't want to remember that day as being a chaotic day. You're fighting with this one. You're doing this one. You don't want that. You want to be able to, you can't say enjoy, but at least be able to absorb in what's happening that day. Because that day is going to be a day you remember for the rest of your life. So um, I, that would be my advice for you. Um, all right. So my Let's Talk family, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for keeping on and, and being here every every other week. Um, we do appreciate it. We have some great shows coming up. The next show we have coming up is going to be uh, weight loss surgery. And I am a candidate of that. I did have surgery 12 years ago. Wow. Twelve years ago, so we're gonna have some uh, expert up here and another person who actually had the surgery not less than a year ago. So we have one been in the middle, one in the end, one you know, so we get a better aspect of how it works because it's not what you think. Mm-hmm. I see this social media and they make it seem like poof, it all saying you know they look like this and everything is great and their lives are wonderful. And it comes with a lot. You gotta gotta be mentally gotta be there. It's not just about weight loss. It's it's this. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have that in order too. <laughs> That's like you gotta have that in order. All right. Mm-hmm. So um, like I said, I love y'all. So until next time, invite a friend. Please come back again. We'll be ready to talk. So 
Peace. See you next time.